Welcome to the Resources for Integrated Care webinar, Assessing Organizational Ability to Provide Navigation Services. This podcast is excerpted from a webinar presented live on August 23, 2017. This webinar is presented by the Lewin Group and is supported through the Medicare-Medicaid Coordination Office at the Centers for Medicare and Medicaid Services. MMCO is dedicated to ensuring beneficiaries enrolled in Medicare and Medicaid have access to seamless, high-quality health care that includes the full range of covered services in both programs. To support providers in their efforts to deliver more integrated, coordinated care, MMCO is developing technical assistance and actionable tools based on successful innovations in care models. To learn more about current efforts and resources, please visit our website or follow us on Twitter for more details. Our Twitter handle is at integrate underscore care. In this podcast, Alice Geis, Director of Integrated Healthcare at Trilogy Behavioral Healthcare, provides an overview of navigation services. Hi, I'm Alice Geis. Thanks for being part of the webinar. I look forward to your questions and discussions at the end. First, so we get on the same page, let's have a quick definition of what we mean by navigation in the healthcare setting with more detail to follow. So briefly, Navigation is the process of helping clients obtain high-quality, coordinated care through linkage, advocacy, education, and attention to wellness. Navigators overcome barriers to care through one-to-one working relationships with clients and developing relationships across the care team. I'm actually still on the last slide. While some of you may not have individuals with job titles of navigator in your organization, it's likely some staff are providing what we're calling navigation services. Before we get into too much detail about the who and the what of navigation, I want to quickly consider the so what question, which is why are navigation services important? To answer, we need to consider the population that we serve. Members of some populations have vulnerabilities that make it more likely that they will need help with navigation. This includes the population many of us serve, those with serious mental illness and substance use disorders combined with multiple medical comorbidities. The cause of this vulnerability is multifactorial. It includes common symptoms, for example, in areas such as cognition, endurance, and affect regulation, which can accompany many mental illnesses. There are different takes on what qualifies as serious mental illness, so we've included a definition from SAMHSA here. We also know that having such complex health problems can lead to bad outcomes, and some of that is tied to the barriers faced by this population. Common problems include regular health screenings being missed more often, lack of access to specialty care, or inadequate reimbursement. In addition to missing particular services, Poorly coordinated care can also contribute to less than ideal outcomes. This can stem from problems in areas of med reconciliation, medication reconciliation, information sharing at times of transition from one setting to another, or inadvertent overlap of services, such as when individuals are seeing multiple providers of the same type or receiving conflicting provider input. Next slide. To deepen our understanding of navigation, I'll call out some of the aspects of the role and the activities of a navigator. The actions of a navigator are important, but central to the role is relationship with the client. Many of our clients have had challenging experiences with the healthcare system. 
for example, involuntary hospitalizations might have started in a way which was traumatizing to a client, or lack of provider understanding of mental illness might have led to years of suffering without adequate treatment. In any case, relationships must be built across the care team, but all of that coordinating capacity might lead to failure without a central focus on the working relationship with the client. This becomes important when we talk of a navigator providing linkages. A warm handoff involving a trusted person increases the likelihood of follow-through with a referral. Overcoming barriers to care can involve navigator actions, but also must include, when possible, teaching and training the client in self-advocacy, in education regarding health and illness, and the function of health systems. Increasing the client's self-reliance in these functions is key. I have a brief example. Once when I was conducting a group training in self-advocacy and discussed the topic of reporting side effects and requesting a medication change from a provider rather than just stopping the medication on your own, one client said, you mean we can say that? They didn't even realize that they could have that power in the working relationship. So facilitating the necessary level of communication and collaboration to provide truly integrated health care is harder than it sounds, as many of you know. Who provides these services? We'll get a little more detail about that in a minute, but the answer really depends on the complexity and type of need, the type of system, whether you are working with a service or a reimbursement focus, and budgetary constraints. Next slide. Another question that helps us understand what clients need from navigation services is, what is it about systems that can make navigation more difficult? You all work in systems. They may be larger or smaller, built of partnership arrangements, or fairly self-contained. But there are elements of these systems which can make healthcare navigation difficult for many and most difficult for vulnerable populations, such as older adults or people with serious mental illness. Parts of those systems can become encased in silos which don't communicate well with other areas. You may need to communicate with other systems on behalf of your clients but run into problems with compartmentalization with the needed programs, equipment, medications, or services being difficult to procure due to the impact of different operational workflows or different reimbursement mechanisms. So the need for healthcare navigation emerges from these inherent difficulties. Services can be fragmented. Behavioral health services can still be compartmentalized from general health services. Licensed healthcare providers are still educated in silos. While more programs are embedding material on interdisciplinary team care, the clinical programs students learn in still sometimes lag behind in giving real-world experience working in tightly coordinated, integrated teams. And transportation or mobility problems may negatively impact clients' ability to access specialty care. Next slide. So if you provide behavioral health services, you are likely to have some or all of these team members helping provide services. I think we're missing pharmacy on this one and really the all-important family or significant others. But you get the picture. The client is at the center. Who helps? the client make the plan come together instead of being a collection of parts that pull in different directions. Well, in your organization, as I said earlier, you might not call the person a navigator, but a case manager might help do this. 
However, once the client is participating in services external to the organization, the complexity increases, and so does the need for good coordination of care and help navigating. Next slide. I want to say a little bit more about who does which piece of healthcare navigation. Yes, nurse practitioners and physicians do do healthcare navigation, though typically not the outreach or direct teaching and training elements. And if you're like most organizations, you want to right-size who is doing what, have everyone working to the top of their licenses or experience. This is why you need navigators. Otherwise, you will have people who are working at something that someone else should be doing. For example, you might have a primary care provider who should be diagnosing and prescribing treatments or medications for medical or psychiatric illness, waiting on hold to get prior authorization for a medication they previously ordered. In many organizations, RNs contribute significantly to complex care coordination. They may provide a detailed assessment of need that includes information that helps to individualize navigation services. This can include assessment of health literacy, motivation to change behavior, pertinent information from the psych, med surge, and population health realms. Nurses often have expertise in communicating with hospital and other health systems and can advocate for clients and teach self-advocacy. Another quick example, I met with one new outreach nurse just last week who told me of a situation where she was visiting a client in the hospital and the hospital RN stated that he was going to be discharged imminently, despite the fact that a recent blood sugar was 550, very high for you non-clinicians. The hospital staff was going over discharge instructions, asking if the client performed home blood glucose monitoring, and due to his psychiatric symptoms, the client was not reporting accurately. The outreach RN was able to provide correct information and also an intervention, which was to insist that the attending be paged at that point. And while this intervention only bought another day in the hospital, the client did leave in more stable condition. Another group that does navigation, uh, licensed social workers or counselors, they can provide invaluable assistance in activities as diverse as tracking availability of various community resources, integrating information about trauma history, and helping with selection and referral to psychotherapy services. Case managers called recovery counselors in the setting I work in often provide significant amounts of navigation services. They help clients track appointments and medication refills, they support smoking cessation efforts and other wellness services. They might also provide support to peer staff who often do many of the same activities. Next slide. So to sum up some of the most important parts of healthcare navigation, uh, it's important to use outreach. This gives the ability to overcome transportation, mobility, and cognitive barriers. Meet clients where they are, geographically and psychologically. Provide a client-centered or recovery model focus. Practice cultural awareness. Ensure client access to best practices to evidence-based care when possible. Excellent communication, follow-up, and closing the loops on communication in between organizations is very important and modeling persistence and teaching self-advocacy to clients. 